listeners, welcome to our second episode of our brand new 60 Cent of My Year Business Podcast. My name is Mia Gomez. My name is Daniel Mata, and we will be the host for this episode. We want to give a special shout out to Studio G, powered by the Mike Loya Center of Innovation and Commerce, where we help current UTEP students and recent alumni grow their own businesses. Be your own boss. In today's episode, we have to my left, uh, Ms. Fernanda Fiscal, who is the director of the Mycloya Center for Innovation and Commerce. Fernanda, welcome. It's truly an honor to have you here. Thank you. Thank you for the invite. I've um, been part of the organizational part of it, but it's my first time being here in person. So thank, thank, you, for, thank you for the invite. Thank you. And just to give our listeners a quick glimpse of who you are, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself, like your hobbies, your interests, who are you? Who's Fernanda? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, well, I'm originally from Durango. It's a small town in, in, in Mexico, Durango, Durango, Mexico. Um, I decided to come to the, to the States to learn English. I first uh, moved to Maine and then New York, and then I ended up in El Paso, uh, where I graduated from, from UTEP, my bachelor's in finance, and then I decided to do my master's in engineering and data and information sciences. And um, follow my passion on, you know, learning something new and, and being curious about everything. Um, I I landed into the Mike Boyer Center. Um, but my hobbies is, uh, well, I like reading. Um, I like reading in Spanish and English. Um, I do novels in Spanish and nonfiction in English. I'm trying to be better at tennis. I love taking um, walks uh, with my dog. He's like my baby. And I'm trying to do something with my hands. So I'm always, we're constantly in the computer all, all the time. So I'm trying to do, create something with my hands. Last year, I was trying to learn how to play the piano. I couldn't do it. I was like three months in and I decided not, that was not for me. So this year, you know, New Year resolutions. So I'm trying to do more DIY projects. Um, just say, you know, get my mind going into like another um, state of um, relaxation because we're always constantly on the computer and our phones. So I needed to do something that I want to do something that create can do with my hands. So DIY maybe <laughs> something. We'll see how that goes this year. That's amazing. And you're a really busy woman. Like I've known you for three years and a half and you're always like on top of like everything. So I, no, <laughs> you are. And it's good um, for you like to take that time for yourself and kind of yeah. like relax and de-stress basically. We all need it. We <laughs> so all need it. Yeah. That's good. Uh, Fit, I wanted to ask you, how did you come about? Like how did you learn about the Mike Loya Center and where did your passion for innovation and commerce come from? Well, um, I have like a, it's a very interesting story. Like I have never knew I was going to be like leading the innovation and entrepreneurship center here at UTEP, but I've always been very curious. As I mentioned at the beginning, I'm, I'm always, I was always since, since I was in middle school, I was the girl that was selling candies individually with classmates, like, hey, you know, um, and then my grandma um, own a travel agency in, in Durango. And my mom always had this side hustle mentality, right? She's like, let's, let's try to make uh, ends meet with an additional income. So I was, I was brought up by a 
you know, kind of like a culture of entrepreneurship without knowing that was entrepreneurship, right? So my family, my parents, they were doing it just as a survival. And uh, so when I was in high school, I became more aware of the entrepreneurship and what, what it meant. Um, by experiencing and, and helping my grandmother in the travel, travel agency, I was literally just handing out flyers, right? But then I was like, hey, how do you make this? And how do you get all that? So I was trying to ask a lot of questions and try to make sense of it. And um, so I graduated high school. It was time to decide what to study, right? So you come, so you go to high school, and it's like, okay, what are you going to do? What are you going to study? That's like the next big thing. And I didn't know. I was like, what am I going to do? So going back and asking how to go from the selling the small individual candies and how to make that, uh, you know, like a travel agency. That that was my. Uh, my experience, right? How do you go from one to another? I, I've learned that finance was a big part of it, right? Um, having the funding to start a business, it was critical. That's how you go from the little candies mm-hmm. to the travel, travel agency. Back then, when I was um, starting college, the word entrepreneurship wasn't as we know it now. Um, I wasn't aware of any uh, minors or majors in entrepreneurship, it was not a thing. So the most um, close thing, according to what I had learned, was finance, right? How to start something and make it bigger. So that's why I decided to go to finance, uh, graduated from finance. And when I was in college, I kind of wanted to do more in entrepreneurship. So I, I signed up for pitch competitions. Um, they were not my ideas, but I was the finance part of the team. We never won, um, but I got to learn how engineers think about entrepreneurship and then more like create something. And in business, it's just making a profit, making it work, making the numbers um, work. Um, so that's how I kind of, I've always been involved in entrepreneurship and selling, creating, being curious, asking, asking how things work. And um, so I graduated with my finance uh, finance degree, participated in many uh, entrepreneurship competitions, but I still wanted more. I was like, okay, so what else can we, can I do? Something that I can actually, you know, build myself. So um, me and two friends created a um, company in Mexico um, where it was in the entertainment industry, we organized concerts and set up and start uh, stand up comedy. It was fun. It was fun. I was doing it with the finances, right? Because you need money to get started. And then we came, we learned more about the selling and the tickets and the organizing things here and there. And we never had mentorship, there was no center at the university or in the community that could help you understand how to develop your business. We didn't make it. We didn't make it. So that was that was at a point where I was like, why did we fail? And how can I, if I would have known differently, I would have done it. Um, that's when the Microsoft Center, which was only um, focusing on research, on entrepreneurship research, 
had um, fellowships. So I decided, well, um, I might as well try, apply for the fellowships. I was a fellow. And um, I started learning more about entrepreneurship education, not necessarily entrepreneurship with your hands on, right? So like the basics on how to start a business. And I became very uh, passionate about it because it's like, I feel like everyone should know this. If I would have known that, probably our uh, company, Main Square Promotions, would have still alive. And it was different interest, different interests uh, from the co-founders, and, and we, we didn't continue. But again, all the things that I wasn't aware of, and now that we're teaching students, is like I didn't have that. So I was like, hey, if I can, if I can, if I can. If I can be or help any uh, other student or any member of the community that had that want to start something, um, I want to be that person. Um, and yeah, so that's how my experience with entrepreneurship, <laughs> um, since I was little, to um, being involved at the center, having the experience in of being through. Um, a failed business that is not easy and then finding another source of income because you still have to pay for bills. You still have to do like all the things. Um, and there was nothing that, nothing that or no one that could tell you how to do it. So that's what, that's what I'm very proud of. Um, the work we're doing at the Microwave Center because we're educating, uh, the students. It doesn't matter if you're going to be at a company, or if you're going to start your own business, there's there's now a center that can help you uh, with that. I love it, and I think that it gives you a really great insight that you yourself like were an entrepreneur, and back then you didn't have like the things that you needed. So it's well, I would like look back into like my experiences and be like, like my young Fernanda like would have wanted this and that so you can implement that to like the teachings and I think that's maybe what you're doing right now with the center like yeah and it's just you know basic finance mm -hmm. that's literally what it is like yeah. my mom's still doing the you know silent souls and selling you know makeup and, and shampoos and all the things and mm -hmm. just like marketing it's like does it make sense to spend this much money in this magazine for advertisement it's like okay so let's think about You know, how much is it if? Is it a contract for a month? Is it a contract for a year? Uh, what's the impact? So just all these things that I didn't know because for, it, it makes sense at the very first time. like, yeah, more advertising, more um, more sales, right? Uh, but it's not, well, in this case, in this specific case, um, the magazine was very, very new. We were not going to have the same reach that we wanted to. So that was a no. But just having someone to... Um, help you decide and rationalize and why yes or why no, it makes a total game changer. I agree. Yes, and I think it's it's kind of funny that you brought up that you were like the kid that used to sell like candies and stuff in like high school and like middle school and stuff. Because some of the people that I knew that also did that also pursued entrepreneurial like ventures. Or I know you didn't pursue entrepreneurial ventures, but the fact that it's like, you know, the entrepreneurial spirit is there. It's kind of funny. Yeah, I feel like it's like a common denominator. It's like, you know, engineers, they, they when they're little, they're just like building something, yeah. like playing with cars or trying to always 
build something. I feel like entrepreneurs or the entrepreneurship mindset, right, is trying to make a profit out of it, trying to make a profit of something. And um, that's what's beautiful about entrepreneurship. It's just you can do it in so many different industries and you can educate in every single like college, right? It doesn't matter if you are an engineer, business, uh, liberal arts, political science, uh, it doesn't matter. Um, entrepreneurship, it's all about how do you get or how do you make a profit? Yes. And, you know, kind of going off that of, of entrepreneurship, how does the center help create the entrepreneurship spirit, the Michael Oya Center? Right. So it's uh, and the Michael Oya Center uh, was founded in 2012. So we're not new. The Michael Oya Center has gone through different um, evolving stages. Um, it was founded in 2012 because uh, the donor was a graduate from um, the College of Engineering, Mechanical Engineering, and went to got his uh, master's degree and MBA from Harvard. He became very successful, and he decided, like, hey, there's the College of Business and the College of Engineering are not talking to each other, and it, we need to make them talk to each other because there's a lot that can be done, right? Um, so that's how the Michael Center was born. Um, how do we help students right now? It's with uh, workshops, hands-on activities where they can learn about entrepreneurship. And right now, what we're adding this semester is the entrepreneurship mindset, right? Like, it doesn't matter what you do, what career you decide to do, entrepreneurship mindset as a skill, um, entrepreneurship mindset as a career readiness. So you can use all the different skills in any, and that applies to any kind of industry. So, um, yeah, this is, I, I'll call this the Microia Center 2.0, where we do hands-on activities, uh, where we reach out to students, where we promote student success, um, but that's how the Michael Center right now is supporting students. Workshops, um, pitch competitions, uh, funding, preparing students to go to um, workshops, events, um, conferences. That's, that, that's how we do and we support students. That's amazing. And now as your new position as a director of the center, how do you see the landscape of entrepreneurship changing and what are your future plans? Um, well, the landscape of entrepreneurship, it's always changing and that's what's exciting about it. It's always, always something new and students are always creating and solving problems. First, I remember seeing students going into or creating actual physical stores, right? And, that, and then websites and then apps. It was like everyone wanted up for everything. And now it's all about AI. There's an AI for everything. So it's a constant. This entrepreneurship and innovation are constantly changing. I mean, that's, that's what uh, the beauty of it. And that's what excites me the most about this job is you can, there's never going to be, it can be the same industry. Students sometimes several kind of similar ideas. But the approach, it's always different. 
Um, so yeah, we're here to support students in that ever-changing, evolving environment in, in entrepreneurship and innovation. Um, innovation is when something, and it's important to understand that innovation and entrepreneurship are kind of two different things, right? Innovation is when you're creating something new, something novel, something that does not exist. In entrepreneurship, it's making that innovation and making a profit out of it, right? So um, both of them are equally necessary. Usually innovations we see it here at the university, like IP, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but not, not all the IP gets commercialized. You need an entrepreneur to commercialize and make profit out of that IP. So hopefully I'm making sense. Yes, no, you are. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's the beauty of, uh, of innovation, entrepreneurship. And even the center, you know, has the center, even though it was founded in 2012, it's been changing every five, 10 years. And that's great. It's great. I love it. Where um, I feel like we're one of the few centers at the university, at a higher ed institution, any entrepreneurship center, they can change how they do things because that's just the industry, right? The industry is telling you to do things differently. You learn now about AI, right? Or learn now about uh, material learning or learn now about um, virtual reality. Because students are going to be wanting to create something like that. So it's always changing. Um, and yeah, that's what I love about this industry. Awesome. That's great. And I remember last semester, you had like meetings with these students and you were helping them create their pitch for a pitch competition. Can you tell us more about how you as a director personally help support those students? Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of... Um, one-on-one -on -one mentorship for students that um, are serious about this. Um, and you can tell right away, right? It's that student that's always going to be like, hey, can you help me with this? Hey, can you help me do this? Hey, can you review this? So a lot of one-on-one -on -one mentorship, it's usually very, very effective, especially when we're going to um, pitch competitions, national pitch competitions, which we have won several of them, two of them that lack so much, but and I know at Shark Tank and uh, MSU, we have also had some wins. Um, but for the ones that I have personally mentored, it's one-on-one, -one, practice it. Practice makes a difference, right? It's not the same that, oh, you're writing the perfect uh, idea here, the problem statement, and, and putting everything perfectly in your computer, but when you're in front of an audience, that's totally different, right? So practice one-on-one -on -one mentorship, um, connections. Maybe if I don't know what, what the student's talking about, if I don't have that expertise, connecting the student with other uh, student or with uh, a local incubator or with a professor. So connecting students is also part of you know the, the, the learning experience, not just for them, but also for me. Um, and... Uh, creating workshops for the rest of the students that want to just understand what, um, how to pursue an idea. Um, workshops, and right now we're doing lectures with the University 1301. So, you know, it all depends on um, the way the student learn. Um, and that's very evident when they 
when they come and talk to me. Uh, some of them are very like, okay, so tell me what to read. And the next day, they just have it done and ready. Some other students, I was like, can I see an example of what you have done? And I was like, okay, so here it is. Like, hey, do you have somebody that have gone through the experience that I can talk to them? So it's it's very uh, personalized. Um, and some, like, depending on um, the competition or depending on what they want to do. But that's that can be a combination of all of them. Mm-hmm. With that being said, Fred, um, I wanted so our listeners don't know, but we've recently underwent onto like a lot of changes within the center. So I would love for you to share with them what are the next steps for the center. Like, what are we going to be doing this semester? Yeah, I mean, change—it's uh, a constant. Yes, uh, can be uncomfortable. Um, can be a challenge, but it's I see change as an always an opportunity to grow. Um, if it's not challenging us, it's not going to be. Uh, I know. I just I love the challenge. I love challenges, and, and I see this opportunity um, uh, for my Koya Center as a, a a different way of doing entrepreneurship. And what we're going to be doing this semester. Um, it's pretty, it's uh, a lot of what we have been doing, which is, you know, pitch competitions, workshops for students, um, engaging more um, UTEP entrepreneurship alumni, that they have a lot to share with students. Um, um, training students in venture capital. We, uh, we have an alumni, UTEP alumni, that recently opened up a, a venture fund. So engaging more and UTEP alumni that it's already doing work in the community and mentor students, that's something that we're going to do more. Uh, we have several and more than several. We have a lot of uh, student entrepreneurs that are doing a great job. And sometimes we're not advertising it. So creating more marketing and telling those success stories even your story, right? Even how this podcast was born. Right. It's, it's just like, right? <laughs> yes. And nobody really knows, like, how is the story of the podcast? And I think that's very unique and very interesting. Interesting. Because it came from, it's a student-led um, initiative. And look at what it is now. So right. trying to promote success stories is definitely one of the big, big things. Um collaborate with um, internal uh, departments, not necessarily just the College of Business, the College of Engineering, but other departments as well, increase collaboration with them. And um, yeah, marketing our center and avoid the competition of, are you <laughs> the Michael A. building? I'm like, no, we're the Michael A. Center. So that's one of the big um, um, challenges, marketing, that's something that I, I don't know a lot of. And I'm learning that marketing is essential to um, any kind of, you know, business. So I learned about finance now. I'm just going to learn about marketing. Right? So that's, those are the big things um, that we want to focus, not necessarily the semester, but the whole year. I love that. And you guys who are listening to us right now, you will see on the screen our social media accounts so that you can go and follow us and also RSVP to our events. 
which will be in link tree. So make sure to stay on tune in there and we will see you soon. With that being said, Fer, we want to thank you so much for your time and for accepting our invitation to the podcast. It was truly an honor to have you here. Yeah, no, absolutely. This was fun. It's you guys are doing it <laughs> amazing. And we have a great leader, you. <laughs> so thank you. You guys are doing great. It's just like over here on this side and decide if I'm if I'm talking a lot or just no, it's like, perfect. You know, yeah, it's okay. You're you're doing great. <laughs> you were, yes. Thank you. Studio G, the Mike Loya Center for Innovation, Commerce, and the Blackstone Launchpad wants to thank you, our listeners, for your constant support. Stay tuned for our upcoming episodes, and remember to always mind your business. Mind your business.